0: Hey, good evening, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Chat with Papa Joe. Hey, tonight we're gonna go on a little rant tonight about all this crapping on the millennials and younger generations, Uh, Generation X. Send the kids over to have a sit down, and we're gonna have us a little talk. All right, stand by for stand by heavy rolls as the ship comes about. okay y'all chilling gone? are they all out all right bear with me we're gonna go on a little bit of a rant here tonight about uh the, all this this shitting on the millennials concept it's not just them so i want y'all to just bear with me because also at the same time grammy's got the got the boys got the youngins and uh they're all up at the racetrack tonight so i've got the phone going here uh we're watching uncle joey uh I, I've got the text text machine going right here, so I'm going to kind of keep up with it. It looks like right now uh, Uncle Joey hit the wall and got a flat tire. Oh, I'm waiting to hear some more. So just stand by. We're going to have two or three things going here at once while we drink a beer, and we're going to talk about some something. I'm going to give you guys some difficult discussion here. All right. We keep talking about this, damn millennials and damn generation, and people just don't want to work and all that stuff. Let's put some things into perspective for just a minute. Let's take another different look at some things because this is really something that's a cancer that's going to start eating eating things. And it's always been this way. I don't care where you go. When I used to go to Jay's or hang out at the Moose Club with my, my grandfather and or at the Elks Club or anything else, generations always pick on each other. The, the previous generation never had it as hard as we did. It, no matter what generation you're sitting in, The boomers never had it as hard as the greatest generation. My great-grandmother, oh, you guys didn't have it as hard as we had it. And it's always kind of true. And it's become a thing that's kind of been passed down. But we got to be very careful and keep ourselves in check. This thing about crapping on the millennials right now here in 2020, I want you guys to keep some things into perspective. A point of view I'm going to give you. Is are we really mad at them? Are they really all these words that we call them? Are the younger generations really lazy? Are they bums? Are they stupid? Or are they just are they just better at a game that we developed and they're playing by the same rules? They're just better at it than we are. And they have some advantages that we didn't. So are we really just jealous? Isn't that really kind of what it is? when it boils down to it there is some laziness that we put in there but we have to understand we put it in there them taking advantage of the laziness we put in there doesn't make that generation stupid and ignorant and everything else let's take a little trip through history for a second to put it into perspective i'm only going to go back as far as the greatest generation because that's the one that i've had the most influential contact with now my my great grandmother was alive and she's a turn of the century kind of kind of lady she was alive for a little bit and i got to know her and she was rough around the edges while well, that was what the time had made her but i really grew up and talked a lot with my grandfather the what we called the greatest generation the greatest generation the uh the world war Two korea era guys the pre-baby boomers and when you look at it before World War II and during the Depression era, look at their their lifestyle, not just the job availabilities and the statistics. Get away from that. I'm not going to talk. St- I never talk statistics. I got my computer up, you know, and I'm looking at my little chat machine. And Uncle Joey, it was look like the last lap, but it, yeah, by this time of night, it should be the last lap of the heat, not the feature. So we're gonna we're gonna take this from a a personal perspective. A human perspective that generation when you look at their houses and their lifestyles they literally had to raise their own food to some extent and now granted later on they had they did have there are there were grocery stores and stuff but it's not like today today every single thing is manufactured there's almost nothing in your life I'm going to say there's nothing I can think of I'm sure there probably is but there's almost nothing in your life that is not manufactured that you can't get at Walmart or Amazon. If I'm lying, I'm dying. But that's, that's the way it is. Back then, your life literally consisted of waking up in the morning to the time you go to sleep. If you had time to go to school, you went to school. If you had time to play ball, you played ball. If you had time, but most of the time, your, your life was actually living life. Go back and look at some of the old farmer's almanacs from that time. and that, that era and even the era before that, of what women's magazines told women to do, you didn't wake up and just go make a sandwich. You made your own bread. Anybody ever make your own bread? In my family, we have. That is not something you just go and do on a minute. All right and then while that's going you took care of chickens the government actually told them during World War II how to create a victory garden and maintain a victory garden which is a garden that was planned out to provide you a constant resource of vegetation and per acreage for the size of your family they encouraged you they put out road signs how many chickens you should have laying hens etc for your the number of people in your family, that was the lifestyle. So it was not uncommon to say that somebody was a fifth grade dropout or only had a 10th grade education. That was not uncommon. But still, during that part of the industrial age, these people went through a world war. They were still able to do all kinds of things that we would call marvels now that we couldn't do without calculators cell phones and computers these people did it in their heads technology comes along after world war ii and things are a lot easier instead of having to have horses to plow your fields you had tractors vehicles became a lot a lot more efficient and a lot more prominent so you had the transfer of goods so you didn't have to kids when the baby boomers came along there was a lot more leisure time in the day based solely on the availability of technology and the availability of the jobs. There's nothing better for an economy than a war. So you can imagine what post-World War II was like. So the baby boomers came along and obviously these this was a generation, there were still some, but a majority of them did not have to cut firewood or if they did they had much better technology it wasn't all day climbing through the woods hooking up to a to a horse and pulling the wood out and axes and handsaws they had more availability to processed foods things like that so with also with the tax bases we were able to have more organized school systems so it made sense to push things onto a school system and then that was really the development The baby boomers, my mother was a baby boomer, and I've talked to a few of them, Uh, my father-in-law's one also, that they remember starting off their school life in a one-room schoolhouse, you know, for at least kindergarten and a couple years, and then they moved to a bigger, more organized school. The urban areas became more urban, suburbanites became more suburban, and you can get in all the politics of that, but I mean, you're, you see where I'm going with this on the timeline as far as generation goes. Now we have the baby boomers. You were able to focus more on school. Coming after the baby boomers, Gen Xers. Baby boomers and Gen Xers had an advantage of education, and that could be a huge separator for employers. That could be a a huge thing. It also took a lot of weight off of the family. So the baby boomers and Generation X, we didn't spend as much time with our parents and our grandparents. As opposed to the greatest generation, if you only had a fifth grade education, that meant that most of your time was spent with your family learning life skills. And now we're putting kids in school for hours and hours a day. And that's kind of progressed, and technology has progressed. You can't run your life the same. For the baby boomers, the greatest generation, and you saw it come together in the 60s, was what do you do with your kids when you have that much free time? You send them to school, but then you're going to get the angst that we had in the 60s, the angst of the baby boomers. You move into the Generation Xers, of course things were focused on college. College education. College is the most important thing because not many people had it. Baby boomers had high school education and if they were lucky would go to college. So there, the whole market, and it is a market, it works on a market-based system. When you're going to apply for a job, the market was not filled. So that way it was it was an easy turn. It was an easy bridge. It was an easy way to cash in your your college degree. And I know some baby boomers and some young generation extras that got jobs simply because they had a a two or four year degree. Uh, where I grew up in upstate New York, IBM was a big thing, and there were folks that had liberal arts and phys ed degrees. They got out of the military. Or they got they were good in school, and they went to school and those were the easy degrees to get and that by that notion by virtue of having that degree, there was no conversion. You just put that down on your application, bam you're in now you've got a job now we're moving forward, and we're and we're wanting to shit on millennials. We move forward through generation x. generation x had even more time because now you're not. There's no way you're cutting a lot of firewood the way the old guys did. You're able to do cords of firewood in a day. You're Baking bread for a Gen Xer really was a novelty. It was something you do to get close to your grandparents. It was something you might have done for a special dinner. But when you wanted a sandwich, you went down and got Wonder Bread and Strowman's, didn't you? Again, during each generation, there's still pockets of America. There's still... Very rural areas that even to this day they still have to live life like that. They still have to live out of a garden. They so, but for the most part, and then you know microwaves. Some people don't even use stoves anymore. Everything was pre-made meals that you just add water. You know that's that's the Generation X thing. Just add water and boil. Add water and stir it up and cook it. Add water, some eggs, and now you got a now you got a cake. As we're moving through this, people have less work time, survival time, or we're going to call it. they got less survival time and more leisure time. And we're also teaching them with tech to come up with good ideas for technology. Now, the constant theme through life is to do things to survive. And so we keep telling kids to survive. Once we brought into the millennial generation, we brought in another phrase of don't judge. Don't judge, be happy. Go for your happiness. I don't know how many times I've heard this, and if you haven't heard this, man, you need to get off of MTV and you need to start looking around when you go. Everybody wants to go for their happiness. Well, of course, millennials and Generation Z and all the, whatever the newer generations, they're happy. They don't have to spend all day hauling in water to do the dishes. They don't have to maintain a pristine house, whereas generation x we went for the big houses, the most expensive houses we went for the nice new cars. If you notice the newer generation when you take judgment out of it, they don't care if they drive an eighty eight civic as long as it runs. Some of them do they they don't care if the, if they have to cut their hair they don't they don't care because we've taken judgment away. they've won. They have that is the end result of us always making the next generation happy, making things easier for the next generation and depending on schools and other people to raise our kids. so if we're in this spot right now that we don't like the younger generations, you can't yell at them. they've got no reason, and you haven't modeled it either generation x we didn't really model it either, we tried to, and we didn't have really good role models in. And the baby boomer generation, the greatest generation, they didn't want to give their kids that hard lifestyle. Is their fault to be there? I ain't going to give it fault. I'm going to just say that's just the way it is. I don't care whose fault it is. But looking at it now, you can't look at kids and tell them get a job without the proper answer. And if the proper answer is because that's what men do. No, we've already defined men take care of their families, and if they have found another way to take care of their family other than working, or what if they decide they don't want to have families, and the number of of the newer generations that are having the that are having children is going down. What's the number? I don't know Google it, and you 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 pick your source every one of your sources is going to tell you that less and less of the newer generation are having children are having families, less and less are even getting married. Why? Because we've taught them. We've taught them that. If you want to succeed in life, avoid pitfalls. Avoid things that are going to bring you down financially and everything else. If you want your happiness, do what it takes to be happy. Well, I'm going to do what it takes to be happy if I'm a millennial. I'm going to drive an 88 Corolla. I'm going to grab me a Nintendo. And I'm going to live in a crappy apartment. I'm not going to have kids. There, look at me. I'm happy. I'm on my video game all day. We taught them that. If you want to counter this, what we need to do, parents, men in general, because I can't speak for women, I can't. You need to come together and instead of pounding it into your kids, show them. Show them and show them the right reason. The reason that you want a nice house is not to impress the neighbor's. It's something to be proud of. The reason that you want to move up in life is because it's something to be proud of. And if everybody sloughs off, if everybody grabs a Nintendo and sits on their couch, there will be no more moving forward with technology. Whereas we went before, it was abundantly, everybody, there was always something to invent. Now people really feel that everything has been invented, everything has been done. When you talk to the younger kids, that's what you're going to get. They feel like everything's been done. There's no reason to go to college. Everybody goes to college. That's not going to separate me. Why am I going to go to college? It's going to put me in debt as doing stuff I don't want to do to get a job that I don't want to do. Why would I do that? You taught me to, to be happy, find a goal in life. This is my goal. Don't be mad at them. You taught them that. Teach them the act. Don't beat it into them. Don't tell them. Find the strength and let them know this is a lofty goal. This is why you want to go there. Give them a reason. Celebrate it with them. Hey, the reason you want to get off of that couch is because you're smart in mathematics. Look at the roads, bro. We need engineers. Teach them it's okay to have pain. It's okay to, be, <laughs> to have a little bit of pain. It's not okay to be lazy cuz it spreads laziness is a virus but you can't do it by yelling at them and you can't doing it you can't do it by defining improper goals and improper reasons cuz if the only reason is to please you it's not going to work bro not going to work you got to find another reason to teach those kids to, to instill in them a reason to move forward all right. all right. Go ahead hug them kids. Hug them. Tell them you're sorry for giving them bad goals, but you didn't know. And sit back and think about it before we start before we start shitting on those kids. Are we just jealous that we can't or that we don't sit around all day? That we don't collect entitlements? I mean, if they're there, it makes sense. Maybe that's a maybe that's something you need to take to the voting booth with you. Quit giving my kids a reason to defy my teachings. All right, love y'all. Pray to whoever you gotta pray to. You know the you know the routine. Peace be with you. Peace out.